the what's the name of my podcast? Ghosts don't, don't eat my. Eat my... <laughs> I can't say that. Ashley, ghosts don't eat my Ashley. Ghosts don't eat my astronaut. Ghosts don't eat my astronomical. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. My name is Sarah. My name is Anna Maria. My name is Emelina. And this is... Ghost Tony, my astronaut. Ghost Tony, my astronomical. So hello, everybody. My name is Sarah, and I am recording with my two nieces, Anna Maria and Emelina. And we said Ghost Tony, my astronaut, because they can't say ass. <laughs> But you can say butt. <laughs> Ghost don't eat my booty. <laughs> Ghost don't eat my bunghole. <laughs> okay, guys. Ghost so... don't eat my dump truck. <laughs> okay. No, too much, too much, too much, too much. All right, so we are going to be talking about ghosts in Fortman County. Does that sound interesting to you, Anna Maria? Yeah. And Melina? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. So, actually, let's start off with saying, um, okay, so this week uh, in Ghost Only My Ass, we are not uh, recording with Lindsay as usual because we've been having, like, a really hectic um, schedule. We just haven't been able to get together and have um, our usual recordings. So, I love you, Lindsay, and I miss you more than anything in the whole world. So anyway, so I thought I would have my nieces come in and they would be our guest stars because they have been they've been so eager to be on our, my on my podcast and uh, on on mine and Lindsay's podcast and they're really excited uh, to hear about um, spooky things, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's my time to shine, Lindsay. Get out the way, Lindsay. Move over. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how I usually like start off my podcast is like an opener, opener and a setting of the scene. So that's that's what I'm gonna go with. Okay, okay. so I'm just gonna set the scene for you guys. So think about it. All right. Okay. So let's let's visualize together. Use your imagination. Use your imagination. Imagination station. Imagination station. The morning now. Investigation. <laughs> Okay. Precipitation. Precipitation. <laughs> so okay. So Condensation. after living in Fortman County for most uh for most of my 28 years of living. I've heard whispers of places that were haunted. Did I look for them at that time? No, because I was too focused on being a little shithead in my younger years that I never took the time to explore the land around me. I thought since I would be in Needville this weekend, I'd take the time to dive into the haunted history of Fortman County. Do you guys know any haunted history of Fortman County? In Fortman County? Uh, yeah. I mean, was the jailhouse. Kind of, yeah. Okay, um, so I know about like old old Rosenberg, like old yeah, old what is it Richmond? Traffic. The places there and stuff. What? How do you know? How do you know about that though? Because I'm just right. um, Emma, be quiet. Um, I would say I don't know. It's just there's just things that like you you always hear about, you know, and mom so like as you grow as you grow older, like you just your mom know talks about, about them. Your mom me, talks about a lot. Me, mom, and Gabby one time just went out and we went driving and we were looking at houses and like the little historic places over there in Rosenberg and like old Richmond and stuff. Yeah. One time me and mom were like gonna go um to like the antique shops and stuff yeah. because they're supposed to be like haunted. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And down so in downtown Richmond, Rosenberg. It was it Rosenberg? Street. You yeah, did Rosenberg. I think, I think it's old like 
old, old Rosenberg. Yeah. Okay. okay. So y'all, y'all have already got, like gone through those places. Like they're supposed to be like. I mean, it. The place is like filled with history. That's yeah. what the thing is. Is just like. They're like old, rundown buildings. Yeah, old. Um, well, some of them are old and rundown. Some of them are like still like in good shape. Yeah, like there's like a house over there that they they like decorate it for Halloween and stuff, but yeah. it's supposed to be haunted too. What house was that? Oh, uh, I can't remember. Me and me and Memo went um one time for a, a Halloween thing, and they were telling stories about like how the little girl. Hey, I went too. There was a little girl. Yeah, you were with us. There was a little when? girl. When? Um, this is a few was, years uh, yeah. back. I was a, a cat. Few years back. <laughs> yeah, she was still Memo dressing up pictures. for Halloween and stuff. Don't be rude. She, you can dress up for Halloween. As, I don't want to. No, but I'm saying, like, she hasn't in forever, yeah. and that's oh, okay. how long ago it was. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so. It was, like, like, a little attraction thing that we went through, and each, yeah. she would tell us stories. Like, we, the little Were guy. you scared? No. It was, like, it was just, I mean, like, when we got into the little girl's room, it was kind of creepy, because, yeah. like, they still had, like, a it cradle a with, crib. like, dolls in yeah. it and stuff. It was weird. Yeah. It was Plus, kinda, the kids oh. are scary in general. Like, ghost kids. Ghost kids are very demon. scary. I will tell you that. You don't um, know if it's like a little demon. So, have you gotten to the point, like the part of like our, you know, podcast about the Sally House? Have you talked? Have you gotten to that? Oh, one? I, I watched. I wa- I watched that one. I listened no, to that one. I've heard of the Sally. Like I've heard the name, but I didn't even get to watch that. The Sally House is really, That's the one with that really creepy, creepy little girl. That creepy little girl. That oh, drawing yes, kills me, dude. Okay, so listen. I a hundred percent believe like. Any kind of, like, haunting with a little girl or a little kid, like, that absolutely is, like, demonic in some yeah. nature. Because, yes, trying to get you to, like, get like, you. Because, like, kids are so innocent and yeah. you think they're not going to hurt you. But absolutely. Really because, absolutely. Because she yeah, would yeah. always portray herself to be, like, sweet, right? But she would throw toys around and she stuff. She would scratch people yeah. and, like, yeah. they, like be you're violent. Gonna open, you're going to open yourself and you're going to let your walls down if it's a little kid. Yeah. And so that's easier to get to. It's just always a trap. It's always a trap. Dude, that is exactly what I've been saying. I have been saying that. That, like, little kids let you, like, have your guard down. You're, like, allowing them. It's supposed to be something innocent. innocent. Yeah, like innocent soul. Like, you're communicating with them more. You're, like, being more open. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You're more vulnerable around children. Okay, so... Let's get into to the history of Fort Bend County. Do you guys know any history about Fort Bend County? You've really. lived in Fort Bend County all your I life. Oh yeah. That's... I don't. It's, you don't think about. Like, you don't think about it. Go yeah. Into history and, yeah. Like, all right. So let me give you all a little bit of a history, okay? So I took this info uh, from the Fort Bend County website, which I thought was really, really interesting because Fort Bend County website came up with like a whole bunch of stuff. It was just really informative. It was really good, you know, to just go through. So, the Karankawa Native Americans were the first to roam the land of Fort Bend County. Do you know what the Karankawa were? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They were really tall Native Americans. I mean, they mostly, like, um... Y'all learned about this in Texas history, yeah. though. I remember learning it in seventh grade. We learned grade. it yes- last year. Not yesterday. Last year. Last year. You're in eighth yeah. grade? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, seventh grade. So, they, may, they, they basically stayed on the coast. Mm-hmm. And they, like, did fishing and all that kind of stuff. I my backpack, and my backpack has my notebooks. Oh, my and God. And so it has notes in there. Oh, yeah, about that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they were the first to roam the land of Fort Bend County. But in the 1820s, the Anglo-American colonization of Texas under grants from the Spanish government was initiated, and slowly the Caroncoas were moved out of their home. So, like, everything else, like, basically how the United States was formed was, like, we all pushed... We pushed the Native Americans out, yeah. 
So then came the arrival of Stephen F. Austin. Who's Stephen F. Austin? The father of Texas. The father of Texas. Dude, you're so fucking right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of you. So, okay, so. <laughs> so it's because I'm smart. That's why. All right, calm down, calm down. Calm down, calm down. So then came the arrival of Stephen F. Austin and his original 300. But they were put on hold for the death of Moses Austin, which is Stephen F. Austin's dad, and the independence of Mexico. So Stephen F. Austin was to, was going to come over uh, with this 300 um, people that were going to colonize Texas. Family. 300 families. They were going to colonize Texas. But he had to put a hold on that because, like mm-hmm. I said, Stephen F. Austin's dad has died. There's a whole bunch of shit going on. So Didn't he just kind of take over for the dad. Like the he, dad he did. He did. Yeah, yeah. So basically, he had to take over for his dad, and he had to do all this stuff. I'm so proud of you guys for knowing this stuff. <laughs> so they had to put a pause on that. So then, some settlers went 90 miles inland and built a two-room cabin that was considered both Fort Settlement and Fort Bend. Isn't that weird? You know how like they call it like a fort, whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah. They call it Fort Bend. So okay. So anyway, so it's a 53 of the land grants to the early settlers were in fort bend so some of the early settlers came into fort bend county and they were here you know Mm -hmm. in 1837 the congress of the republic of texas incorporated richmond and 18 other towns later in the same year the county of fort bend was created from portions of austin harris county and brazoria county notable citizens of the county included jane lawn marabou b uh, lamar who's that Mm. Lamar, Lamar. Uh, Lamar High School, yeah, yeah, Lamar, yeah. 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 LCSD, and, yeah, and and Samuel May Williams. During the Texas Revolution, many of the residents fled from Santa Ana's troops in what became known as the Runaway Scrape. They returned to find their land, their homes plundered, and their livestock scattered or dead. Wow. So, uh, Jane Long, what's Jane Long? That was a school too, right? It is an elementary school. You know your memo went to that school? Yeah. Jane Long Elementary. It's over there in Richmond, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And then Maribu B. Lamar, which is Lamar Consolidated. Yeah. That is basically the school. Because everything here is like named, usually everything's named after like historic people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even that, um, okay, so what is it? B.F. Terry? Yeah, Benjamin Mm -hmm. Franklin. Mm Mm-hmm. That is something too (laughs) as well, so... All right, so Richmond became a proper, uh, prosperous trade center for the surrounding agricultural region. Cotton and sugar and other products were sent down to, uh, down the Brazos River to the port of Galveston. The early sugarcane plantations and farms supplied the imperial sugar industry. Industrial complex and its company town evolved into the current city of Sugarland. Oh, wow. Eh? So, have you ever uh, seen the imperial sugar... Y'all have never seen it? Like oh, the actual wait. factory? Yes, 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 there, yes, I've seen it. There's a Imperial Sugar it's factory. It's old. It's old, right? And like rundown and stuff? Yeah, it's yeah, old. Yeah, I've seen it. And um, I mean, I they actually kind of still, it. they still make sugar and stuff there. If you actually look at it. Yeah, yeah, it's That's pretty cool. cool. You can take- I've seen it though. I've, drove, I've driven by it like with my grandma because sometimes cause she cleans it. houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like we go to some houses over there and I, I used to see it all the time. Yeah. It's pretty cool because it's been there for a long time. Yeah, it's old building you could tell from like the outside the railroad from galveston through richmond was built in the 1850s the county became a ready provider of agricultural products and raw materials to coastal markets and beyond cotton became and continues to be a staple of the agricultural economy mm-hmm. needville i mean needville is completely Everywhere. filled with cotton still yeah. Is. yeah still is all over the place so much of the early prosperity uh, based on the plantation system ended with the Civil War. 
So at that time, Fort Bend had a large black population, mostly slaves. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, Fort Bend County had a lot of plantations. And obviously with plantation comes slaves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, sad to say, but that's how life was was at that time. So Fort Bend County planters and property owners generally supported the Confederacy. And many joined Terry's, which is BF Terry's. Uh, Texas Rangers, led by Benjamin F. Terry of Sugarland. Mm. No battles reached the area, but the war's duration and the economic, social, and political hardships that followed put great stress on the community. I mean, the time of the Civil War was pretty uneasy, so go fucking figure. Uh, it resulted in a brief but violent confrontation known as the Jaybird Woodpecker War. Uh, but let me tell you, things turn around. During the Reconstruction, uh, do you know the Reconstruction era? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Heard about that in history, right? Yeah. So during the Reconstruction era, several African-American men were elected to county offices, which is pretty freaking awesome, right? Mm -hmm. That's really good because at that time, I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't known, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they really pushed themselves into that. So, okay, so they held the offices. Dude, I for- just learned about all of this in history. <laughs> so they held the offices for, uh, for quite some time. And then uh, railroads were opened. And ranching and cotton production then began to replace the small farms. Missouri City, Stafford, and Rosenberg developed along the rail lines. I mean, from the 1920s and on, the county of Fort Bend just it boomed. It really just blew up. So thanks to petroleum. Uh, Fort Bend County continues to grow to this day. So that's a little bit of a history of Fort Bend County. Okay. Just in all. Like, I mean, we're continuously growing, obviously. We're a really big county. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into some hauntings. Some spooky stuff. Some spooky, some spooky stuff. Spooky. Some spooky stuff. Yeah. All right. So this is called the Abandoned Church in Rosenberg. Okay. Don't read my notes. Uh, I was- <laughs> Why are you getting mad at me? Oh my gosh. Don't read my notes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Anna Maria. Sorry. All right. Uh, so it's said that if you're driving through Rosenberg and you see a vacant church, keep okay. going. The story oh. of Isaac, oh my God. a minister who preached for 12 years in this church, claimed there were noises and strange happenings inside of this building. Really? No one paid attention to his concerns, so he left. So when Leonard... The next preacher arrived. He discovered the same peculiar sounds and moving items. Mm-hmm. He decided to investigate to find the cause, and he checked the building and the land le- land records and found the church was built on a slave cemetery. That's wow. what usually that's what gets your hauntings going. Yeah. So a new modern church was built down the street from the old church, and the vacant structure still remains with its ghostly residence inside. Ooh, that's creepy. <laughs> so, this is about the Moore house. Okay. So, Wait. Huh? I think this is... I think it was the Moore house. That's the one you went to? I feel like we went. Yeah, it was uh, the Moore I house. Was more. There's like a picket fence around yes, there. Yes, that's yeah, the Moore house. Dude. That's the Moore house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, we went in there. All right. Okay, so when I worked at the... All the, the mirrors were covered. Mm-hmm. All the mirrors were covered. Right. All the mirrors were covered. They did that after, whenever people would die. Died, yeah. The black so that the dude, spirit wouldn't get lost yeah. inside of the mirror. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. The mirrors are covered. All of them. So, okay, so when I worked in Fort Bend County at the mail center, I worked in the county, like, kind of next to the county courthouse, and kind of right across the street or, like, adjacent to us was Mm -hmm. the Moore house. And I actually took pictures of it because I thought it was so cool and, like, so creepy. I mean, it's very old, very plantation looking, and Mm -hmm. it was, like, really interesting to just check out i've never been inside of it um yeah it's it's really nice it looks beautiful dark look the dark wood and all right so did you know it was haunted no No. i didn't yeah it's haunted i mean mean, they were telling us stories but like you you know it's halloween time and so usually people make stuff up just right right so okay so uh like i said it was located right next door to the forbin county courthouse which i used to work there um I remember seeing that place and thinking, damn, that thing is beautiful and most likely haunted mm-hmm. as fog. <laughs> so the Moore house was built in 1883 by John Moore. Uh, John Moore had several children that grew up in the home. One of his daughters came home to have her first baby. And tragically, she had complications and her baby died. Mm-hmm. And she also passed away. One oh, of the, the daughter did too? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, she passed away giving birth. Oh, wow. So one of the housekeepers who was oh, wow. close to her would go upstairs to see the rocking chair moving back and forth in her room. I think we heard about this. I think she told mm. us about this. Family members firmly believe that this was the ghost of John Moore's daughter. Uh, daughter. Ooh, and I was in that house. So I looked further into this supposed death, and I found out that both John Moore's daughters had lived to a ripe old age. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) And passed away from natural causes. So that story, as unnervingly spooky as it is, is not true. They told us that there. I think they did. It's a legend. It's a legend. Yeah. But there is one story that was verified and is true, and I'm about to tell you guys. So, a four-year-old child came to tour the house with her mother. Oh, Jesus, it's a kid. When the museum tour guide brought them to the front entryway, the little girl's attention was drawn to the front bedroom. She interrupted the tour guide by telling her mother to look at the man in the rocking chair as she was pointing to the chair in the corner of the room. Then she said, oh, he's coming to see us. Her mother and the tour guide both looked at each other and then back at the empty room. The tour guide then shuttled them quickly into another area of the house and the little girl never mentioned him again so that was the room of john moore jr kids died are, in. like sensitive mm. like little kids sensitive as hell yeah 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 so on some days staff members describe a feeling in the air that is a little eerie they say this sensation is most often felt in the upstairs back bedroom which used to be dorothea's room i guess dorothea was like some kind of a family member for them yeah so samson who is the site manager for the museum that's what she said so according to a neighbor lights come on in that room in the late hours of the night and the motion sensor alarm often detects movement in there in that area however this is what samson said we do sometimes get a rogue bat flying around the empty house but i doubt a bat can turn on the lights and that's the moore house that's creepy so then we have decker park and I don't know where Decker Park is in Richmond. Never heard of it. Don't know about it. Apparently, a log cabin was moved into Decker Park in Richmond and was once home to a family called the Brown family. They lived in it and worked the land, sharing it with the Indians all winter. When spring came and the Indians were leaving, five young braves came to steal horses. Uh, five young Indians came to steal some horses. Mm-hmm. 
So the Browns had to kill three of the thieves to stop them. To this day, on the anniversary of the killing, moaning, crying, and hollering can be heard around the cabin in Decker Park. Isn't that, like, yeah. isn't there a name for that kind of thing? Like, around the time, every single time, it's like a repeating? I don't know. Um, I know there's a name I know what you're talking it. about. I know what you're talking about. Like, it, there's I so much energy from that thing that it's just a repeating thing. Like an anniversary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Then we have the haunted courthouse. What you doing at the courthouse? <laughs> what you doing at the courthouse? Okay, so after the 1900 hurricane, the Forbin County Courthouse on Morton Street was badly damaged. A new courthouse was built in 1907 on Jackson Street in downtown Richmond. Dude, so that's the courthouse that I worked at. The you one, the one get, on Jackson Street. Did you get any spooky feelings? Any oh, goosebumps? No, no, any, no, no, no. no. But then again, Scratches. I wasn't, like, actually in the courthouse. You're, like, in the mail. I was on the outside. Mail center's on the outside. Courthouse is right here. Yeah. So. So the county judge had a large clock installed to strike on the hour and half hour. Okay. When the clock needed repair, a repairman came from Houston on a Friday. He climbed at the clock tower to fix the chimes on the clock, and the employees could hear him making repairs. At 5 p.m., everyone left, assuming all the work was done. When they arrived on Monday morning, they discovered the man had died. So, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like two days of him being dead already. Ew. <laughs> so, they discovered the man had died, and then two after this unfortunate event, the clock would strike six times when it was 1 a.m. Like Dude, I, I don't know if that's true or not. I've never heard of that, so I don't know. So... The Richmond Jailhouse. Oh, that's so creepy, though. I think I've heard of that one. Yeah. I think I've heard, yeah. Now, this one I have heard plenty about. Uh, the old Richmond Jailhouse at one time used to be inhabited by a family. Uh, my mom, your memo, would tell me stories that she knew the little girl that lived there. The little girl would tell both your memo and your theater, Angie, that she would hear strange noises in the jailhouse at night. I mean, I just thought it was cool that an actual family would live in the jailhouse, right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty crazy. So, the Richmond uh, Police Department building on Preston Street was originally a city jail. The well on the premises was abandoned years ago. Since it was a known fact that people threw discarded items into the well to fill it up, archaeologists dug into the well to find hidden artifacts from over 100 years ago. At one point during the dig, they thought they heard moans and felt the air turn cold. Once investigated, they discovered the answer in the history of the jail. A prisoner had died in one of the cells and had no relatives, so the jailer dropped his body down the well and covered it up with dirt. <gasps> the well was never dis- disturbed again. That's messed up. Dude, that's so like they threw his body down there? Him. Mm-hmm. That's disrespecting him. That's disrespecting the and body. And that's going to make them want to... Oh, absolutely. 100%. Dude. So, then we have La Llorona. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So she's heard. No, she's known everywhere. Every okay. town probably the has their woman. their yeah, own. The yeah, the weeping woman. woman. The weeping woman. Every town probably has their own telling of the La La Llorona tale. So Richmond is no different. Uh, my sister's boyfriend, Lex Le- Lexington, Lexington, <laughs> told me very recently that That's he and thing. many other people have heard La Llorona's wails at night. Across yeah. the river near the Edward Edgewood neighborhood in the dead of night, you can hear La Llorona's wails yearning for her children. Uh. Your pebble, you know your pebble used to live in that area. Yeah. 
Oh that, yeah, I was here for the episode. He was. That was a very about. creepy area. Very creepy. That's her story's creepy and kind of. It's really sad too. It's very sad. Yeah. Uh. So usually I end everything with like a conclusion. Okay. Okay. So my conclusion of Fort Bend County. I've lived here for so long. I've never really understood what ghosts and what happenings actually happen here. Yeah. You know? And it's kind of crazy, like, to actually, like, go through everything and to research these things to... I mean, I really, like, looked pretty hard to, like, find places in Fort Bend County that are very haunted. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's several places I probably could keep going on about uh, that I've heard from, like, other people. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, Fort Bend County house. Our house is haunted. Oh, yeah, your mom told me. Dude, our house is haunted. Okay, so how is your house haunted? Our house is haunted. Okay, number one. I mean, I get it's an old house. Like, it shifts, whatever. Like, especially, like, where it's at and stuff. But there's just things that you hear that you can't explain. Like, okay, our door, um, it does open. Like, whenever Mm -hmm. Eli's door opens, Mm -hmm. uh, our stepbrother. It, it does, but, like, there's just, like, sometimes you hear noises in the kitchen and stuff. Stuff moves. I know it moves. Like, my mom, like, the other day I was laying in the kitchen floor. My mom was in the bathroom. You were laying on the kitchen floor. Oh, oh laying in the, in, the, in the living room, on the living room floor. And um, Eli was asleep. My mom was in the restroom. I, went, I took my blanket and I went and I threw myself on the floor in the living room. I was just laying there. And I knew mom was in the bathroom. I knew she was in the bathroom. I think Lex was asleep too, so it was just me and her awake. I kid you not, stuff in the kitchen, like, you could hear it moving around. And I I Look, know for a fact. it's an old house. No, 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 dude. And there rappers, are rappers and stuff moving. There are like, animals when you in hear the world rustling, that No, no. Yes, and no. Maria. Literally, there you know, are... mom has had, um, like, somebody has sat on the bed while oh. she's laying down. Somebody has sat on the Did bed. Did your mom ever tell you that? And no. she'll look, and it's not Lex. Lex is not not there. Lex has experienced the so same I thing. I don't want to scare you, Emelina. No, I don't care. I have Jesus on my side. Lex has like experienced the Lord of Jesus. <laughs> but yes, your mom did tell me that she, there has been That's moments mom's where room she's. Too. I'm on the other way on the <laughs> other side. Yeah, dude. And there... I and I turned around and and I knew mom wasn't over there because I I could um I knew she was in the bathroom. She hadn't come out yet. And then, and I turned around and I looked over there and there was nobody over there. So I heard him and I turned back around and I put the blanket over my head until she came out. And I told her mom, there was, I heard stuff moving in the kitchen. She had to go to the kitchen and, and she t- she was like, okay, you need to stop messing with us. Mom believes it too. Yeah, we don't have bad feelings and it's probably nothing evil because I don't, I'm not like scared. Yeah. But it's creepy. And she's told me about times where she's laying down and she f- she'll feel something sit down on the bed and she'll. But you know, think she it's tells legs, me that she not. slaps the bed like, like she slaps the yeah, bed and she's so like, like, okay, all right, enough, you know, like yeah. And Lexus felt the same thing. Mm-hmm. We should research it. that house, <laughs> right? Honestly, See who used to live there? I'm very certain that there's a lot of different things. Okay, so along with my Fort Bend County stories. Oh, yeah. Um, did you know that Bra- uh, Brazos Bend State Park is haunted? No. Brazos Bend State Park is haunted. And the reason why is because the Karankawas lived in that area. And I, dude, I don't remember. I think it was your Aunt Susie that told me. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Someone told me. <laughs> Someone. That, I um. I feel like she would. She's work- she was working there for so long. I don't know if she still works there. 
She does. She, she still does. She's been there for so out. long. She has to have stories. She has to know something. She's. I she think she said, said that 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 there's one time. People come and try and spread ashes. Yeah. Spread ashes. Like one time, this wasn't like um, spooky story when I asked. They like called up and they were like, "Hey, can we like these people have no families? Like no one came to get them after they were cremated and everything." And so they're like, uh, "It's like a couple of people." can we come and spread the ashes there? Because it's, like, a peaceful place or whatever. Yeah. And so she was like, yeah. I think she talked to someone, and they are like, okay, if it's a couple people, they can come. They came, and then, like, a whole trunk full of boxes of ashes, and they wanted to start, like, just spreading them around. Mm. And it was a bunch of people. Uh, no. That's no, scary. No, no, no. So, anyway, so your Aunt Susie told me, or at least I think it was your Aunt Susie, uh, told me that the Karankawas, uh, which are Native Americans that lived here in the Gulf Coast of this area, um, that they still haunt the trails. Like, there was this one time somebody had walked down the trail, and when they turned around, they were, like, face-to-face with, like, this really tall Karankawa who was... Full-blown Native American? Full-blown Native American oh. standing there in front of them, just kind of, like what the hell are you doing in my area well, yeah, yeah. Because it's their land. territorial mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. territorial actually that gives me that gives me some goosebumps just mm. to think about it because i think about like this native american just standing there pissed off and mad mm. yeah. because you're in his area and you're like he's like this is my home i mean none yeah. of this is ours yeah none of this is ours it was all stolen so yeah, dude. yeah. that's known that's I've, known. I've, I've heard that brazos bin is very very uh haunted and um, it's a creepy ass place to go to at night. Ooh. Very creepy. I would never I've never there. been there at night. I've been there so many times, but never at night. I've been there at night, and it, it does give you like a very supernatural, like creepy feeling Ooh. of like this is not my area. Wait, wait, what about was... what about the river? You know how like the Brazos River. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's where La Llorona is at. Though, yeah. so. and yeah. like even driving over that bridge at night, you know, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be spooky and stuff. Me, Dad, and Sky went there one time, and like it was like later in the afternoon, and we were like far in, and it was gonna set like the sunset soon, and uh, we were all like, we gotta get out of here. Like, there's no way we're getting stuck out here. Your, your dad and Sky and you? Yeah. Hmm. Lost in the dark with yeah. the Native Americans. And Native Americans. <laughs> I mean, Fort Bend County has a lot of history in it, and it's it's a very old town so i would 100 percent believe that yeah. there is still things here with us yeah. right now to this day you know definitely yeah. so all right do you guys have any tales you want to tell me no not really I haven't been alive long enough you haven't been alive long enough yeah. oh whatever <laughs> anyways all right so this is this will be the I'm end cool. of i don't have any tales <laughs> this will be the end of our episode then yeah yeah. Okay. Wow. Short episode. Yeah. It's a little bit of a short episode. Very informational. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys liked listening to all this information That's of the cool. yeah. the place that you guys yeah. live in, or somewhat of it. We're educated now. Yeah. You're educated. Go, educated. I'm gonna go be like, guys. Guess what I learned with my Thea on her podcast. <laughs> you should go listen to it. And get all you need to go listen to Ghost Don't Eat My Astronaut. <laughs> you, you need to release merch. Nah, I would wear it one day. One day we might have it. Anyways, all right. So thank you guys for listening to us. We appreciate it. We love you guys. 
Um, all. One love. <laughs> one. Shut up, dude. You're so stupid. Uh, all one of you guys. So. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> that was not your eyes. Like came out of your head. <laughs> My I mean, eyes, I felt them open wide. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I, was just, I was just watching the screen and then it was I mean it is go Sony my ass. I gotta scare Lindsay at least That's once scary. during the podcast. <laughs> you got me though. Oh, I miss my boo Lindsay. Anyways, okay, anyways. Okay, time when she was coming to pick me up and she uh, she knocked on the door and so I knew she was there, but when I opened it she like scared me and I screamed and I'm pretty sure people thought I was getting murdered because Probably. They were like, oh man, that girl is dead. Anyways, good job. All right, so you guys can contact us at ghost, that's G H O S T dot D E M Y A S S at gmail.com. Please, please give us your feedback tell us what to look up tell us what to what you want to listen to next because we're i'm kind of like losing inspiration here a little bit but yeah so you guys we love you guys we care about you guys and thank you for listening so spook you later it's my time to shine Lindsay. get out the way Lindsay. move over